Hey everyone, this episode of It's A Lot, we speak about abortion. We also speak about domestic violence. They aren't extensive, but we do speak about George Pell. Uh, we just thought we'd let you know there are mentions of those things. So if that triggers you at all, there are some resources in the show notes. And also, if you don't want to hear that, give us one a miss and we'll see you on Friday. A listener production. Today, this podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. It's a lot, isn't it? Everyone, Lem. <laughs> Lem, did, it, did, it, did a listener send this in, Lem? A listener told us to check this girl's account, and I basically found all of these insane, like... like, So, okay, so here's the thing, everyone. I'm just going to let you in a little secret. The first week of the year was very busy for me. I know you're always here. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm sure sure you're all sick of it. But we were going to do TikTok reactions today, and we had a few that sent to Lem, and we were kind of going through ones that Lem had found and listeners had sent in, and I was like, what are we going to respond to? What's the best? We, you know, obviously Jacinda Ardern has resigned from being the New Zealand of the New Zealand of Prime Minister, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Queen. We love that. Claps for Jacinda. Love you, Queen. But unfortunately, there's someone else who's taken precedent over this because uh, Lem she was like, "Oh, here's one of the TikToks," and there's another one that's a bit weird. And we kept looking. Have you? Have you? I haven't seen all all of her videos. No, I'm like, okay, it's fun for me. I'm not gonna lie. It is prime for the taken for me because not only is she anti-feminist, which is like against everything I believe in, but also she doesn't have very well thought through logic. There we go. She has no, she doesn't have very well thought through logic. It's all a bit, yeah, babe, no shit. So I'm just going to go through her TikTok. Okay. So her last account got banned at 67,000. I was going to say there's all these, they're all uh, what 30 to 45 second clips of her taking down feminism and this is going to be very lighthearted because it's very easy to to, to <laughs> dismantle to, yeah dismantle her silly silly ideals so let mention the music get prepared for that you know that conspiracy theory music they do where like when lizards roam the earth and it's like it's like we think we shrink wrap dinosaurs and actually they have feathers you know that like have you seen those tiktoks <laughs> You're like, what? Crazy. But she thinks we're going to have that reaction. It's very much pandemic. It's it's okay. it's the music that people who are actually educating you on spooky things of history and then extreme anti-vaxxers use. Those are the two options. Like there's nothing, but they, no one, <laughs> no one normally uses them. The tone is like logic. Like this is going to be very logical, but the content is the furthest thing from logic ever. And she's speaking as though, and also I will warn everyone None of none of the TikToks have a point. Like you go, yeah, but yeah, you go, yeah. Abby turned to me at one point. She's like, "What's the point?" I'm like, "I think her point is this and this and this." And she's like, "You make sense, but she doesn't make sense." <laughs> no idea. Well, okay, let's go. I'll just put it into the like, is that all right? Lem, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll sum it up. All right. So this is the first one Lem sent me. But unfortunately, because now there's equal opportunity with men and women in the workplace. First and foremost. Let's let's collapse about the fact that she said, unfortunately, <laughs> let's in, in, in her reality, which is not correct. Women and men have, quote unquote, equal opportunity, which is not correct at all. Yeah. The gender pay gap still exists very much so. But 
I love that she goes, well, unfortunately, now we have equality. <laughs> Fuck. And it's ruined everything. And it's ruined fucking everything. What, bitch? This is like when Jordan Peterson. Now, I could have this quote wrong, but I remember one of the first things that I saw at Jordan Peterson was something like this. The reason why wages haven't increased with inflation is because women entered the workforce and therefore basic supply and demand, supply for employers doubled and demand remained the same. Therefore, basic economics 101 means that the price, the value of an, of an employee will remain stagnant or go down, will not will not rise with inflation oh. because women dared to enter the workforce. So it's women's fault that wages haven't oh my because God. we weren't allowed to work. We weren't allowed to have credit cards. We weren't allowed to do anything. Have bank <sighs> accounts. Yeah. It's our so fault. It's our Everything fault, which, our you know fault. what? It is. And it's like, well, why, why isn't the solution? Well, maybe men should not work for a while and should be entirely financially dependent on women. So if they like it. In Jasmine Dennis's utopia, there's no equality because unfortunately men and women have equal rights, which we do not. And also there's no commentary here about like women who are disabled or women who are women of colour. There's no cross-sectionality. Or trans or non-binary. There's nothing. There's no intersection. But also let me just preface the whole episode with we know she's got no intersectionality of any kind. So she is attacking quote-unquote white feminism um, very poorly still and there is criticisms to be had on white feminism but she isn't even thinking about the intersection. So I'm just going to preface this by saying let's all have a breath together. And realise what she's saying affects people with different intersectionalities more than white, straight, cis women who are able-bodied. Okay. Women are now levelling up in their career. They're making more money. They're becoming more financially independent. They're building up more status in the workplace and within society, which seems to make it harder for them to find a comparable mate because men really don't care if they're with someone who makes less than them. And actually they prefer it. Whereas women tend to go for men who have more success, who have more financial independence, who make more money than them, who have a higher status within society and within the workplace. But as women are becoming more successful... So I don't have the anecdotal evidence. Pissing. <laughs> Pissing at the anecdotal... Well, women usually like someone who has more money. <laughs> it's harder to find men who are more successful than them or who are at least equal. I'm yeah, still on the music. Boom, 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 boom. The synths. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I want Dom Dollar to do a remix of that. By the way, Dom Dollar, fucking release Rhyme Dust. Oscar, can you make that a video, please, just to upload uh, to the it's just so I can, I'm harassing Dom Dollar left, right, and center. Every forum that I have, I'm yelling at Dom Dollar. So, but unfortunately, because now that's the first of all, that's the whole TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No point was made. No, no point. Oh my so, God. so, so okay, let's let's start with she's using patriarchal ideas and patriarchal ideals as well. The women want to be with someone who can be a caretaker because of primal nature, and that women want to. I guess the implication here and what the patriarchal standards say are that women want to stay at home with kids and raise the kids and not do anything, even though being. A, Mother seems very hard uh, and seems like you are working literally all the time, but that's a whole different conversation. And you're not paid for it and you actually lose and you end up losing super and you end up losing professional experience mm-hmm. and you come out in the minus and the kids mm-hmm. are growing up. Yeah, God, I'm never marrying anyone. Um, <laughs> me with my binding financial agreement, ready to go for anyone that dates me. Anyone that I sleep with, they go, by the way, you're going to have to sign something. Have you done it before? Yeah, yeah when I met something. Conrad, I said, hey, just so you know, I you will need to sign something immediately. 
we didn't end up doing it because um, we broke up before the time and also I was lazy with the lawyers, but like I do, I have the document now. So now I can just hand it out willy nilly. You got a template. I got a template. (laughs) Yeah. Fine. So yeah, there's all these issues with as well, losing financial independence, having to stay with someone, whether you're in a dangerous um, or abusive situation because you aren't financially stable. But she's saying that women, women want, and the subtext here from this quote unquote anti-feminist is that women want to have someone who can take care of them financially. And it's our fault that we we are attracted to people that have more money than us and that's why we're single. Did you ever think that maybe it's the fact that now women, the the benefit, not the unfortunate situation, (laughs) but the fortunate situation that women now have financial independence and therefore they can choose their partners based on who they actually fucking like rather than do I need, how would this person support me financially? Is anyone watching Real Housewives of Miami? <laughs> okay, let me give you a rundown. Lenny and Lisa have been together since Lisa was in her early 20s, 15 years. She now went through IVF, had two babies for Lenny because Lenny loves her so much. Lenny, one day, he's at one of the top plastic surgeons in Miami. He does everyone's tits. And they're in like an $80 million house. They're loaded, loaded. They're like one of the richest housewives. Lenny, one day, decides he's going to leave Lisa. Lenny has a new girlfriend. Lisa now has to find somewhere else to live with her two children. He's kicking her, her and the kids out. Fucked. Oh. What are the US laws, laws on this? Like, you know how you have to split things in Australia? I feel like they may have a prenup because she's really oh, freaking out. Shit. Um, so oh, shit. So it's fucked. So that that's like now she's high and dry and she's she's like, I've never, and the women on, one of the women on Real Housewives is a doctor and she said, this is why, and her husband is the richest, I think, person on Real Housewives ever. He's so loaded. He has a private chat. But she's like, I will never ever quit my job as a doctor because I'm so scared of what's happening to Lisa happening to me. That was Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Anyone that's got a private jet's definitely got a prenup happening. Yeah. And also, like, they have like four boats and they have a private person that drives them around. And I love Miami. (laughs) What's the point of this idea? She's being fucking crazy. The second video is... uh... Okay, second video is really good. This is Jasmine again. Yeah, our queen. There was recently a study done that showed that over now 51% of women are now childless in their 30s, which means that there's more women that have no children than there are... Them and I again watched this and we went... Cool. Like they were like, oh, that's so nice. I, I I was confused if it was a feminist or an anti-feminist thing. I go, wait, is she, she's like, I don't get why she's upset. About, what, what could she possibly be upset about? Women that do have children in their 30s. And this is a really sad reality. And I went, oh, right. <laughs> okay, so she's It's in, like the unfortunate situation. Yeah, and yeah. you go, oh, okay. Because by the time you're 30, you're past your prime childbearing years. And according to the Census Bureau data, the percentage of women who remain childless in their lifetime is constantly increasing over the past decades. Me going, ooh. Like, I'm like, okay. So, so, so your issues so far are that... Women um, have financial equality. They don't, but in your eyes, her issues with the world, how she sees it, is that women apparently have financial uh, and op- uh, equality and opportunities for employment. The other issue is that women aren't uh, financially dependent on men. And the other issue currently is that women now aren't being essentially expected to have children in their 20s anymore because they're probably marrying later because they probably <laughs> we have bank accounts now. Yep. So we don't need to get married. We aren't treated as property anymore in but the also there's a gender about. pay gap, right? So you need actually more time to make money to be able to be yeah, sustaining point. a child. A maths queen. So, 
hear the mouth squeak. I hear that. This is me with a migraine. I have a slight migraine today. So if I'm sounding a bit weird. No, it's, it's, I was being serious. That was really smart. That was a really good point. You have, the more hours need to put, be put in to earn the same amount. But what's the issue? It's like, you know, wow. In 2020, about 15% of women aged 40 to 44 had never given birth. Okay. But I don't see what. Also, what's the issue here? Is she worried about a declining population? Yes, population actually, declin- there, this specific study that she's talking about, which I saw in isolation to this video, is yeah. that they're saying that we are declining population worldwide. Yeah, which is excellent news for the housing market in the future. It's I'm also, ec- it's also excellent news for climate change if we do it fast enough. That's true, right? Like, also, we're not going to stay around forever, people. I don't think so. Like, no, we're not. Um, we're fucking the planet as it is. We're not just going to be like. Yeah, we're really fucking it. We're going to um, be wiped up before we actually... Okay, I'm really yeah, being a pessimist Yeah, right me now. going home having a panic attack going, yep, yep. And she keeps going. She goes, yeah, we actually... I saw a study recently where we were five years after me going, yep. Yep. Like, I was slightly freaking out. I was like, I want to be here forever. I'm having a good time. I know. I'm having a great time as well. I'm having a great time. I wish we could do the podcast every week for eternity. Um, I understand the issues with that. I understand the issue with an ageing population. I get it. But also... This is giving Handmaid's Tale vibes, though. Yes. What's her solution? Yeah. What's the sol- she just says things and you go, okay. What's your issue? And what's your- <laughs> Amy, Amy, love It's like you, like you literally go, okay. What's your issue and what's your solution? Do you know what I mean? There's no. She just goes, did you know? Population is going down. Yeah, literally everyone knew that. Women are having babies later. Yep. <laughs> But she adds, according to the Australian Bureau of Information, because it makes it sound fancy. And the, do, 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 in the background, you go, oh, it must be bad. Like what? Or had children. And this is more than double the rate in 1976. Let's also think about um, the positivity of abortion access and how many women have had given birth under duress in 1970 fucking six and how many do today. But think about abortion access and women that don't want to have children or women that have had gotten pregnant under traumatic circumstances mm. uh, or don't have the ability to take care of children or just go, you know what, don't want this one. Whatever reason it is, access to abortion is probably the one of the main factors there, babe. She also is not commenting about the fact that we're getting lower sperm counts now. Yeah, I love, I actually was speaking about this yesterday morning to someone and we were talking about whether it's okay to speak about the fact you want like men to say to women, also, guys, keep in mind, we know this whole episode is so heteronormative. We're fucking aware. But unfortunately, these the cards have been dealt by Jasmine, okay? just I'm just saying that again. I understand, it's okay? It's fault. Jasmine's fault because we're having I'm to so talk about- so doing that as a title. Like, we're very base level. Everything, you know, everything is very basic in this episode, but it's just so funny, you know? That's why we're having a laugh while replying to it because it's fucked. So- Lower sperm count. Uh, lower sperm count. And I was saying, you know, someone was, uh, there was a TikTok where this guy said to this woman- they were both 32 and he said, yeah, I want to have children maybe in the future if I find someone young enough to have children, like someone that is like of, young of childbearing age. And it's like my mom had me at 35. I feel like I'm not a fertility doctor. I'm not going to give you some stats right now. But the issue actually that I've heard about more is sperm count going down. I kept getting these ads basically asking for my sperm. Begging, but begging, I'm- please, Oscar, <laughs> please give me your sperm. Is it on Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got a different, a different website. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're it's, like, it's a, my OnlyFans. Everyone game. keeps begging for my sperm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so what the point here is very confusing. Let's keep going. If that doesn't scare you, then it should. Because who's to say that the age of women who are childless won't increase? That's the whole point. She goes, it should. 
because it's potential that even more women will have a choice in if they have babies or not. It's like, oh no, Jasmine, this is terrifying to me. What she missed out on here is actually way less women are giving birth to unwanted babies, right? We don't want yes. like unwanted children in this world mm. with trauma and no. attachment issues. No. Because how many people from the 1976 or 67 that she's mentioned mm-hmm. have trauma from avoidance, mm. like caregivers who weren't there yes. for them? Yeah. Like this is generational trauma. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with mm-hmm. it from mm-hmm. what my mom went through with her mom being sick and fucking tired of raising her and having to throw her at someone else's care. Mm-hmm. Like we want kids that are wanted. So if it means less kids, then, it's fine. Yeah. I'm, she doesn't, she never explains her point. I'm trying to explain you, it to her yeah. and, I'm, and I'm... But you're actually just making us agree with us again. <laughs> the hell? I, I just want to say, okay, what, so what's the issue, Jasmine? This is a good thing. Population going down. You know, I understand the healthcare thing. I understand, I understand age population. I did finish year eight. But, babe, what the hell? All right, next one. This photo. Okay, this one's about abortion. Trigger warning. Now it seems it looks like a children's book about abortion, right? Which iconic. Has two women. I mean, it says down there that this book is medically accurate and it's so medically accurate that they think that two women can create a baby. I'm not sure if they know, but that's not how getting pregnant works. It's so medically accurate that the next photo that I found that says people of all genders can have abortions, even even men. You know, I don't know what other genders there are. It's women and men. Pretty sure men. Yes, you do, Jasmine. Jasmine, you do know. <laughs> Jasmine, you do. You do. You absolutely do know. Don't say, I don't know. It doesn't work anymore. You're far right weirdo. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yes, you do. You know the, the consensus between all normal empathetic people that have a brain. And science. And science is that gender is a spectrum and it's fluid. Men can have abortions. You know that, Jasmine. You know that. So don't sit there. I hate the way the people on the right do this where they go, well, what? I can't think of any other genders. Yes, you can, Jasmine. And you know the point of everyone else. And you want what you want is people to say trans men and then you want to be transphobic back. That's what you're wanting. You're, you're trying to spark a reaction so that you can come out and say transgender people don't exist even though they do and even though you should respect their pronouns and their uh, and the gender that they are and their existence. You want to have you want to have a platform to respond with the transphobia. She's wanting to start a fight so that someone someone will comment saying what about trans men and she will say ha, biologic if you dug up their bones. You know that bullshit argument that they go. Have you seen that? People go <laughs> no. in a what thousand years when they dig up your bones, they're gonna know it's a man bone. And it's like what? Okay, all right. And also, I don't understand what people on the right are misunderstanding about the word progressive. So. <laughs> Because there is progression in the world. So it's going that way regardless, babes. Like everyone, like it's progression. You know what I mean? I'm like, why do you all want to be traditional? So you all want to stay in your little stagnant spot and you aren't understanding that we're progressive. I don't say how they don't, how they don't go, oh, it actually probably is going this way. So maybe we should educate everyone this way because it does make sense. And there's actually new scientific evidence and there's also new understandings of 
of a vast array of different things and there's anecdotal evidence and there's also scientific evidence and there's also people's personal experiences and I've heard the hurt that people have been caused by misinformation and miseducation and being misgendered. And But no, I'm going to say my traditional ways because my name is Jasmine. Also, the thing about these books, she's cherry-picked one one page, right, that says men can also have abortions. The implication is that a child is walking around their house, they've picked this up, they understand what the word abortion is, they can read it, and now they think that all men can have abortions. Now, that, that, that's the what, what they're implying. But this book would be read to children with an adult in the room. Yeah, that's true. They would say, now this can apply to people with uteruses. People with uteruses, people that have that reproductive system, can get pregnant and therefore they can have abortions. It would be explained, and I'm sure. Actually, I'm. I would be. Sh- I would be shocked if it wasn't explained in the book on a different page. Yeah. But she's chosen the one page that says that implies. Oh well, it's wrong though because all men can't have abortions. Because yes, but some men can have abortions. Yeah. And binary people cannot. People with gender fluid can have abortions. Intersex people. Like Intersex we're people. leaving so many people. So true. Uh, yeah, so true. It's like. I have a book for the kids that's very similar to that, where you explain the reproductive organs and then you explain gender. And it's mm. very simple. Mm. It's like, it yeah, makes wow. sense. So that, so it does, ex- usually those books do explain both. Yes. Fucking hell, Jasmine. I never have shared the book. All right, so. <laughs> Let's send your copy. Uh, speaking of children being corrupted, Courtney Act is in trouble from Jasmine. Oh. oh no. I fucking love Courtney Act. Side note. Kisses, Chukikyo. Catherine tweeted and said, Courtney Act, which is the name of this drag queen. Yeah, but we know. It's Courtney Act. Anyway, imagine it. Which is this this drag queen. Courtney fucking Act. She's one of the most famous, the like, Australian. People. Like, yeah. one of the biggest entertainers. Like, what the fuck? Courtney Act. <laughs> when I met Courtney Act at a photo shoot, I went to the bathroom and cried and then ran out. I was like, hey. <laughs> Haven't told her that. Prances about on ABC Australia's New Year's Eve programming to the Divinals I Touch Myself. What part of grooming does ABC Australia not understand? Exactly. And he also... Exactly. Okay, so, well, she got us. So ABC New Year's Eve, pissing, pissing, pissing. ABC New Year's Eve, I Touch Myself. Courtney Act, New Year's Eve, babe, put the kids to bed first and foremost. It's on the fucking ABC. It's not on. Okay. It's, it, she was reading a children's book. I remember that actually. That that happened. That happened a couple of weeks before. I think that Courtney dared to read a children's book. Yeah. Um, in drag. But I don't think it was called "I Touched Myself." No, 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 no. no. This is a song "I Touched Myself" by the Divinals. Oh, you know? okay, okay. I love myself. I touch myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So she sung that. No one came for Lime Cordy Yow when they did it. No one said Lime Cordy Yow while grooming children, did they? Because it's Courtney Act. How was it grooming to sing a song? Um, that is very well known that I've been singing in the car with my mum since I was, since it came out, you know, like, yeah. like. Yeah. You don't know what it means. Like if you're a kid that doesn't understand, you don't know what it means. Like, you know what I mean? It's like someone we knows, um, children singing Unholy by Sam. Yeah. Didn't we have that conversation yeah. of the day? Uh, by Sam Smith. Um, and we're going, oh, does, they don't know the words, you know, it's, it's when you're a kid, you sing along to these silly things and you have no idea what they mean. But even so, how is Courtney on a stage on New Year's Eve with no children around her <laughs> grooming these specific children? I'm just, it also really confuses me how the same people, I mean, not the exact same people, but the same group of people can defend the disgusting pig that is George Pell. And when he died, be all sad about it. Someone who was multiple times accused of 
molesting children. We're going to put a trigger warning in, but accused of molesting children and grooming children in the church. But we still send our kids to church. But Courtney Act doing a dance on a TV is much worse than that. And whereas drag is an LGBTQIA plus thing, a queer thing, and it's something that they want to attack anyway. And they find it, it's like the transphobia. They're trying to find reasons. They're trying to find reasons to attack drag because that's that's a pillar of the queer community and also world pride's coming up they're fearful about how much everyone's gonna love courtney act there they want to tear her down jealousy is a disease but they want to try and make out like the queer community is inherently damaging particularly to children and even their mere existence is a threat to children whereas george pell's tony abbott's gonna write a fucking huge paragraph about him and how wonderful he was it makes absolutely no fucking sense it's also obviously it 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 takes you back. Well, I mean that this this theory is still very prevalent to a lot of people who are um, anti anti queer, but saying that being gay is a disease and it's it's like pedophilia and this connection that there is now this has moved from people who are gay or bisexual or lesbian. That's moved now because they've realised that the acceptance of people who are gay and lesbian and bisexual is getting better slowly. Now people who are trans experience much more hate still. It's kind of shifted, right? So people who are trans, people who are in drag, um, there's been a bit less progression, let's be honest. People who are trans are unfortunately oppressed so much and now that's the new victim because they think we're losing on this end because everyone will fight you back if you say someone who Mm. is gay is a pedophile but if you say someone who's trans or someone who's in or someone who's in drag singing a song that's that's mildly sexual then they are a pedophile how come jasmine you didn't have a go at lime cordial for their like a version also on triple j on an abc owned Mm. The the uh, in the ABC in the Triple J offices downstairs there's B one and B two. Not sure if you've been Jasmine, probably not. And then there was an issue with Courtney Act as well, reading books. Um, how dare Courtney read a book? I just, I just find there is so much more expression of sexuality on New Year's Eve in drag isn't inherently dangerous to children. In fact, having drag as a as a normal thing on New Year's Eve on the ABC is fucking amazing and great for accepting and acceptance and great for children. Also, the thing is drag isn't inherently sexual. Mm. Like they act like being in drag is is some sort of perversion. That's how they kind of describe it, like it's some sort of weird perversion. When it's an expression of gender or an expression of self, it's entertainment, it's fun, that it can, there can be sexual elements to it, but there also are sexual elements to how someone like, you know, Dua Leap performs yeah. or Maddie Healy's 1975, there's sexuality. And you know what to take your kids to, what to take your kids to. It's it's, it's meant not, to be a persona. Yes, that's what that's the right word. Yes. Yeah. It's a persona. It's not It's not a representation of the actual person. Yeah. Like, and even if it was, that would be okay. But it's bizarre that she has has no issue with any other person performing the song. Loves performing for children so much that he decided to go on play school and read a book to children about cross dressing. Hey babe, <laughs> isn't she wearing pants? I think she's wearing pants in this. So she's cross dressing. Disgusting. Children could be watching this. That's so disgusting. Lem, are you, Lem, you're wearing pants. I know. They're tights though. Kind of. Amy and I are in goes. a skirt for a reason because we want to, we want to promote to the children watching. That it's okay to cross dress. This is actual actual logic at some point in time. How freaky is that? Yeah. Like, well, this logic still stands up. Kids shouldn't be able to cross dress, but but can girls wear pants? Obviously not. So we should all be in our petticoats. Like it's 1791. And remember, don't ask yourself why children want to see drag queens. Ask yourself why drag queens want an audience of children. For acceptance of the queer community, you fuck. 
you fucking loser. <laughs> what do you mean? Why, why do kids want to see drag queens? Um, when I was little, seeing a drag queen on TV or seeing a drag queen, like if we ever, I don't know, I think I even saw drag queens like twice in my life, but I was so excited when I was like, you know, like 10 or 12 and started seeing more drag queens like on, um, you know, on TV or, or if I'd walk around in the city or the valley, like, you know, and you'd see a drag queen and you get so excited. It was like, it's a costume, right? When you're a kid, you see it like a costume and you get so excited. Then when I was 15, you know, um, and you... It's, it's, why, what do you mean wild kids want to see drag queens? Because they're entertainers. They're amazing entertainers. Because they're scared about blurring the lines of gender. That's why, like, the people who are mm. scared about their kids seeing things like that, they're like, I want you to just know that there is a woman and a yeah. man. Nothing. I don't want anything blurred. Yeah. So when you see any representation of blurred gender, that's when their alarm bells go off. Yes, that's so true. That's so true. Why would a hypersexualized male who does provocative acts on stage? want to read a book to children about gender fluidity. Mm. But also, like... What are the... Also, hypersexual act on, acts on stage. Courtney Act actually does quite tame <clears throat> drag performances. Yeah. Like, Courtney slays. But, like, Courtney, like, singing the Divinals isn't hypersexualized acts. <laughs> she's not popping ping pong balls out of her asshole. You know what I mean? Like, she's singing <laughs> the Divinals, which would have been played five million times. Like I said, I, I remember singing it in the car with my mum when I was yeah. probably five or six, mm. along with Eternal Flame, you know? That's a banger. <laughs> Close your eyes, give me your head, darling. <laughs> Do you feel my heart beating? Do you understand? Do you Ooh, feel the I believe. <laughs> oh my god, that's a banger! We should do a concert anyway. Bob, I know she's fucked today. Sorry. So she's like, oh, hypersexualized acts. That's all I'm hypersexualized. I'm so sorry for this edit. Well, it's a simple answer. These people are grooming children to accept the hypersexualized acts of males, of grown men. <sighs> Have you guys seen the first trap that Wiggle did? <laughs> no. Okay, so, so she's what? talking what about the first trap. You know the hot wiggle? Which there's, one is? There's a hot wiggle, the purple one, the new purple wiggle. Oh, John. Uh, hot, hot, hot. John. He did this like kind of thirst trap and everyone's like losing it because they're attracted to a wiggle, right? Mm. That w- I, w- I would say is on the same level of sexualizing yourself as Courtney, right? It's not It's not anything crazy. I don't think it's inappropriate. I think it's just, he's just a little thirst trap, right? I would say that's equal to Courtney performing the Divinals, right? She has no issue with that. But she has an issue with drag. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? So, but but he's he's an actual wiggle though. Courtney is a drag queen who came to educate people. Courtney is a drag queen who educates people on a myriad of issues, not just about um, queerness and sexuality and gender. She's a really intelligent person as well. I have worked with her on her podcast, and she is super intelligent. I so love Co- her. I love Courtney. Why haven't you mentioned the new hot wiggle, babes? I mean, I'm even calling him the hot wiggle. Interesting, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Anyway, sorry for that chaotic episode, guys. I hope to have more of Jasmine in the future. Weird as art. Um, it was so much fun, you know. I just can't believe this. This is like this is like a little, um, I'm like a kid in a candy store when it comes to Jasmine's TikToks. I'm like, wow, they're so easy to debunk. Yeah. It's really fun. So uh, that's it, guys. See you next week. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> 